0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> All right, Fregiacs. It's Tuesday. It's a personal show, and it's about David Yantiff. I have a lot to say about my friend David Yontef behind the velvet rope, and does he pay me? All right. So let's back up for a sec, because I'm sure some of you are going, "Okay, who the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? What's all this drama?" Get the mic turned on, for God's sakes. My this damn mic. When I get hot, it's always trying to cut me off. It's probably trying to save my ass, but too late. Um, for those of you who are not up to speed on this David Yontiff is a very well-known podcaster Known for mostly his Bravo insider hot takes His podcast is about five years old And not only his Bravo stuff His interviews are incredible And he's interviewed every major celebrity Last interview with Anne Hage before she passed One of the last big interviews with Jerry Springer He said every single housewife on Luanne de la Seps Has been on numerous times so David and I team up and we've been doing it for almost two years. Twice, at least twice a week, we do these Bravo recaps and we simultaneously distribute them on both the Sarah Fraser show and um, Behind the Velvet Rope. We usually air them different days, but along that lines. And um, so, Unfortunately, I, and I've told David this, I'm not speaking about anything I haven't told David. David has teamed up for a long time with former New Jersey housewife, Kim D. Kim D, very well known. You all know her from the show. And they had a really popular Patreon. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't subscribe to it. I don't subscribe to Patreons. I, just because I am so busy myself. And to be quite honest with you, I don't want another subscription in my life. No offense. to It's not about David and Kim. It's just, I don't want one. I, I Nothing drives me more insane. And I don't do them anymore for you guys because every time you turn around, everybody wants you to subscribe to my butthole. I don't want to. Okay? That's just me. But they had a very popular uh, Patreon. And over the past couple of weeks, the two of them have decided to go their own ways. They've had a falling out. Kim has been on podcasts talking about it. David, I think, did a... Pa- I know David did a Patreon with uh, Rachel um, You could tell talking about it. And I, I get tagged in a lot of this stuff. Does he pay you? You shouldn't work with him. You're more talented. You deserve this. You deserve that. And I always... I want to speak on this because I want to defend my friend from my experience. And two, I've worked with a lot of toxic men. So I can tell you if this man is toxic or not, I have worked with some of the best of them. So I I know nothing about his relationship with Kim D. All I'm going to speak about is my own personal experience. And I like Kim. And I'm, I've told David, I said, David, you guys are stronger together. You two should find a way to work it out. It's never going to be as big as the two of you together, because David's an incredible interviewer, a Bravo insider. Kim is, Kim's lived it. She's been on the show. She knows these women. She continues to stay in touch with them nothing is going to be better than the two of you together. My understanding is they had a falling out about David not paying her and it started out that they were friends and she didn't want payment and then you know like a lot of things right it becomes successful you don't even anticipate that it's necessarily going to be successful and people are going to like it and follow you and contact you but it did and they grew a following they grew this Patreon. I don't know how much money they were making I don't know how many subscribers they have I know nothing. It isn't my business David doesn't speak to me about other business in his life um but I'm so I have said to David I hope you guys can work it out and come back and do a podcast because you guys are really great together and the audience loves you however it doesn't look like that at this point and Kim is launching her own Patreon she's on other shows talking about it I can only speak to what I know of David I've known David as I said almost going on two years I believe it'll be two years this January or February and, um, David and I, our relationship, people go, is David paying you? Is David paying you? David's helped me make money. That's my experience. David has helped me increase the revenue on my podcast, probably almost double since I've met David. How did he help me do that? David and I talk business all the time. We swear we exchange strategies that have worked for us on our Patreon. I had a Patreon at one point. I don't anymore. On our Patreons, on our regular feeds, um, and David has helped me with sponsorship ideas and companies that sell our ads. And not only that, but David has actually increased my audience because by teaming up together, people that follow you, therefore start to, especially when you do a podcast, you know, continually like we've done, people begin to follow him from my base. His base begins to follow me. So he's increased my money. David and I never, and not that, I'm not going to go into details because it's none of anybody's business what arrangement we have or not. But I can tell you this, our arrangement from the start was never, hey, you're going to pay me for my time. You're going to pay me for this. We both said, how can this benefit both of us? And we came to the conclusion, let's do this show together. Let's put it out on both our platforms for people that want to follow on mine. They can listen anytime. They can listen on yours. Uh, David and I both put out new content seven days a week. So my experience with my friend has been amazing. He's been great to me. I've never once felt deceptive or that he wasn't being truthful with me. And in fact, I tell this funny story when David and I team up. But David actually said to me, because we we talk about different business ideas and different shows we should pitch and potential TV shows. And he's actually said to me, you don't want to work with me. I'm a workaholic. I work constantly. I have this high expectation. And uh." I'll drive you crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I really appreciate that because I have worked with toxic men so many times in the entertainment business who will take everything from you and won't ever give you ideas or help you increase your business. And I have to say, there's a lot of women in this podcasting world. I, some of them have, actually, have helped me tremendously, tremendously. But David is the first person and happens to be a guy who really, you know, showed me some business ideas and things that no other podcaster had ever offered to do. So I'm really grateful for David. And I say it often on the show. I'm grateful for him. And I have found, you know, David and I have not had a dispute. Now, the thing I did agree with when I listened to some of Kim's stuff, she said, well, David texted me all the time, wanted me to read this, read this. David does that to me too. But I don't do it. Uh, You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's on you. I no Read this, he says, or, you know, he loves to give me a hard time about going on vacation. I go on vacation for my mental health. And I said, David, I, and he goes, well, you're going on too too much vacation. I don't give a shit. I'm going on vacation. I started my own business. I've grown my own business. I love recording with you. But these are the weeks I'm going and I'm not recording with you. And I, I, I always give him two months notice. So we have plenty of time to plan ahead. And too damn bad. And he still gives me a hard time when I'm, vaca- I'm on vacation. You take too much time off. Well, I don't give a shit what you say. I don't care. I'm taking vacation. I'm being with my son. I'm working on having another baby. I'm being with my husband. I'm being with my mom. And we kind of joke about it. The thing I love about him that I've I have not found with other guys that I have worked with is you know when David when you go I'm not I'm not reading this I don't give a shit it's Friday night why are you sending me all this crap I ignore it and then he laughs you know because he he works all the time and you know he'll joke about not having any friends which he does have friends but he is he he does work a lot and he works more than I do and I don't care go for it. I work all you want <laughs> I'm not I don't stress about it. Tough decisions, and this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I, you know, I feel like I am going to have to get a caller driven show, Doctor John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Doctor John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So, start downloading and listening today to the Doctor John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. And, you know, sometimes he'll say to me, uh, you know, you can't go on vacation. You can't. I'm going on damn vacation. I'm going to give you plenty of notice because you and I, we have no agreement, you know, but we have a very great working relationship and mutual respect for each other. If we're doing something, we try to give each other as much heads up as possible. So we each can plan accordingly because we know we have this, this uh, schedule. Um, and I, I just can't say enough good about him. Everybody, you guys know this, you all work with, with people. And, and the older I get and the longer I'm in the work world, especially in the entertainment business, is people in this business are quirky, they can be jealous, they can be resentful, they can be um, territorial, all those things. I have not experienced that with with David. That's just my personal experience. It's not to say I don't know if he's like that with other people. It's certainly from these interviews sounds like that's what Kim has experienced. And like I've I have found with David like if I have a problem with him, the only issue we ever had was about press over our interviews and and he gets a lot of it. He's very good at getting press and I think it's awesome. I've learned a lot from him in that regard. I've sort of said to him at some points, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, I got to get as much press as you if I'm putting this work into it. And he totally understands. And he's always like, you have to do what's best for your business. I have to do what's best for mine. I agree. I love having that kind of transparency because in most of the guys that I've worked for, they don't have that. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next time, next time. And the next time comes around and they don't honor what they say they're going to do. Um or, you, you know, if you go and get press, they berate you or they, you know, or they make it difficult for you or they, you know, they try to get you back. I, again, I've worked with him for a year and a half. We speak almost daily. I've, I've just never experienced that. I don't want to diminish anybody else's experience, but I did want to address this because I wanted to tell you, I hope you find somebody in business. And again, I think for David and me, it's a business and our relationship is different than what he's had with some of these other uh, talents and individuals, because we met each other on a business to business front. We both had business podcasts that were established and we said, Hey, how can we work together to like have this grow our own businesses? So we had a different agreement from the start and it's been terrific. So in the sense of like, I, I don't. I've never asked David to pay me. I've never expected David to pay me. I've always come to the table as: How can you make money? How does this benefit your business behind the velvet rope? How is this going to benefit Sarah Fraser show? And do we feel like this is going to help each other? And then if it's not, I've always been full disclosure, and so is he. We don't need to work together, but we've had a good time. We went to Tom Sandoval and the most extras, and um, I'm going to drop on the Sarah Fraser show on Thursday a complete recap of. What happened, which was really fun. And oh my God, don't even get me started. Tom Schwartz is so fucking hot. Oh! Oh! Schman, hold me back. Schman, hold me. Oh, Schman's probably like, go for it. <laughs> Good, luck. Good luck. If Schwartzy wants you, if Schwartzy can handle all that, you can have her, Schwartz. So we're going to do a recap. But I did want, you know, drama I address on a case-by-case basis. And I have found over the years all of you all y'all know this but I was on the, cane, the very popular Kane show on Hot 995 for six years but I found over the years there a lot now I couldn't say a lot about that because I had an NDA at the time which um which you know I appreciate Bethany Frankel and Bethany's right when it comes to somebody actually throwing keys at you in a trash can that happened to us at hot 995 you your NDA does not prevent you from talking about emotional and physical abuse you've suffered at work and I consider that yeah. I mean, I do consider that kind of physical abuse, throwing keys towards us and kicking a trash can and, you know, everything else that happened. We've all heard those stories a bazillion times that high. So um I I feel like it's important sometimes, especially when my experience has been so different, is to speak up for the truth about your friend. And that's been my experience with David Yantiff. So um, I know you guys, a lot of you listen. I get terrific reviews on my Sarah Fraser show, reviews on Apple Podcasts um, about David, about myself. And of course, you know, people don't like various things. But wait, do I? Okay. Oh my God. Okay, great. I'm doing this whole show with like a toothpaste stain all over my shirt. And this is going on um, YouTube. <laughs> Well, don't mind that. I kind of look like um a slovenly mom mess here, but oh well. So I, I do find, you know, over the years, like I didn't address, thing, address things when I was on that show and I couldn't because of contractual agreements at the time. And I felt like the silence actually created a whole space where people got carried away and said things and, you know, made assumptions and all that stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there for my friend. Um and you know, you can see all the interviews, there's a lot of interviews about both of them and like I said, I like both of them a lot. I've loved what I've heard when Kim D was on with David. I have told David myself I I know they did live shows together. I never went to the live shows. I never saw them in person. But I said to David, you know, people love you guys together. They, You can see their stuff on his YouTube behind the velvet rope. I would try to find a way to work it out. You'll never be as strong as you are together. And it and it was the same with the Kane show. If there had, I was younger. I was dumber. I mean, if I had the wisdom I have now at 41 when I was 28, I would have tried. I, I don't know that it... I don't know that it would have worked, to be honest with you. I don't know that it would work for Kim and David, even if they came to the table and tried to work it out. But I can tell you, the Kane show was never as strong as it was when it was Kane and Sammy and Mel and Eric and myself. And that's what I would want. I, I you know, if I had known what I'd had, magic in a bottle, like I think the two they that they, they have, I would try to find every way get a mediator. Get a, I wish we'd gotten a therapist. You know, I think people should have work therapists, 100%. It's very hard to work with people. And it's even harder to work with people in the entertainment business because everybody does have a bit of an ego. Everybody does, you know, every single person that has a podcast is hoping to for the most part in the in the entertainment space, in the space of like Bravo and stuff and 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 um the TLC world. They're doing it for ratings and clicks and people want to be you know, for you to be obsessed with their podcast and everything. I mean, I loved that part of The Kane Show too. And now we were just at Tom Sandoval, the most extras, and Dario and Luis uh, are amazing Sarah Fraser Show fans. Like, they came up to me. I mean, I, you love that. That's why you're also doing the work. So do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with work therapist because, oh man, when you have something good, you have something really good. And, and I think the two of them do, and I hate to see them in this place of both doing podcasts about each other and, you know, and I, I don't, I mean, I hate being tagged in it, but I mean, I'm getting people, oh, you know, um, you're too talented to have David pay you nothing. Um, how, why are you even making that assumption? That's not even how we ever set up our relationship or started. You know, and then I get a one-star, you know, I get one-star reviews on my podcast. It'd be great if you weren't with that scoundrel. Okay, well, that really wasn't, like, that wasn't verbatim what the review was. But, you know, okay, that's what, like, people, all right, like, okay, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can go and read them, okay? And people are like, all right, screw David. Well, okay, when it's starting to bleed over into my business and people are, like, bringing my reviews down, then I'm going to comment. You know, let me thank a sponsor and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, You guys, obviously, thanks to you. I'm so grateful for you frequenting my sponsors. Because of you, I'm doing this full time. I want to give you seven free podcast episodes a week. So every single day you have something to tune into that hopefully entertains you, helps you escape for a minute from life, or inspires you and you learn something. That's why I pick my sponsors because I think you'll really like them. And Little Spoon is awesome. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy meal time and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid. The Best part is they have foods from infants all the way up to your toddler. Now, their baby blends are fresh organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starter foods. Then they have biteables, which is that transition to table early finger foods. And then they have plate foods, which is toddler and big kid that KJ is eating, which is like hidden vegetables in the mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? So flexible, so easy. Everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. Now I pick up the menu and I can change it up, order anytime. Price is awesome. Quality is unmatched because you know where the food is actually coming from. I love it. My kids love it. And the grandparents love it too, because it's a huge win-win for the entire family. Let's get to the discount, Sarah. Let's get to the discount so we can order, make this year's back-to-school chaos a little bit more manageable with the time-saving delicious and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to tsfs. Enter my code TSFS at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's little, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash TSFS. Enter code TSFS for 30% off at checkout. Share this with a friend. I know so many people that have done Little Spoon for their kids. I I just, I'm a huge subscriber to meal, factor meals, which are meals already made and delivered to your door. I've done meal kits, healthy meals. you know um healthy fresh like I do all the meal kits I love them so much and now I have them for KJ with Little Spoon and it's like a lifesaver hello fresh is what I was going for but anyhow so in conclusion um it's it's a bummer it's a bummer to see it um i I've, I love David I enjoy working with him Kim has seemed awesome to me from what I've seen of her and what I've heard of her. And I love her Jersey accent and everything that she knows. So I hope that they can find a way to work it out. But there's my truth about David. Um, So there you have it. What else is going on in my life? You know, Tuesdays, I always talk about my personal life. Um, I have a meeting coming up this week with um, my IVF, two new IVF doctors that I am interviewing with. I'm going to share my journey as I continue to have another healthy baby uh, at 41, so everything that's going to happen. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, my doctor was like, you're still young, you're 41, you're definitely going to have another healthy baby. How that happens, I don't know, whether it's like from donor eggs or your own eggs and he's, or naturally, because he's like, you got pregnant naturally and your body stayed pregnant for quite a while, so um now you just have to get healthy so I'm really working on getting healthy um just my routine I'll share with you like what I eat in a day kind of my fertility diet because I ended up seeing a fertility uh nutritionist who's awesome he's helped so many people here in California women in their 40s get pregnant his name is Bruno he runs a um nutrition company called Seven Elements oh, amazing He customizes a diet based on your needs. And I I hate using the word diet because I, you know, obviously mindful eater. I don't diet. I don't own a scale. Bruno, that was one of the things when he came in. He's like, all my clients have a scale. They weigh in. I'm like, Bruno, I love you. I want to try this. I don't weigh in. I don't do scales. I'm sorry. I'm just, isn't it nice to be at a point in your life when you just know yourself? That's what I'm telling you. David Yontiff's like, read this. No, I'm not. No, it's Friday. I'll read it on Monday. I'm happy to read it for you on Monday, but no. I love saying no now. I know people come from a place of yes. I did that in my 30s, and I fucking hated it. So (laughs) I come from a place of (laughs) – let me think about this. Um, So – Anyhow I highly recommend him I don't know if he sees people if you're not in the area because I actually went in to see him and he gave me a customized plan I'll just share some things with you that are working for me if you're trying to have a a baby these these things were really healthy for me Um, dandelion tea look it up amazing for your fertility. I started drinking dandelion tea in the morning, peppermint tea in the afternoon. I have some digestive issues. So Bruno's home mission was when your digestion and your gut health is good, that frees up your body to be ovulating. So we really focused on that. So every morning I start with a scoop of green juice. So I just do a green juice with water. Actually it tastes nice and sweet. It's very light. Um, and I have my cup of coffee. I only have one cup of coffee. Only one. And again, if this is giving you, like, if you're not feeling it or you're like, this isn't going to work for me, this is just what works for me. I've been a long-time mindful eating therapist, so I do this most days. And again, Bruno was like, okay, you're going to do this seven days a week for seven weeks. I'm like, I'm not. It's not going to happen. But my goal (laughs) – Bruno probably hates me actually as a client (laughs) because I'm sitting there telling him what I'm going to (laughs) do. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this five days. My goal is five days out of the week. And then on th- for the weekends, you know, my husband and I would go out to eat. We're around with KJ. I'm probably not going to have my green juice and my dandelion tea. But I start out with my green juice. I have my coffee. Uh, a little bit later, I have my dandelion tea. Then I usually have some sort of mid-morning snack around 10 a.m. A slice of Ezekiel bread with peanut butter, some fresh fruit. Everything you eat is super clean. Then almost religiously every day, I'm having a green salad and protein. And I think one of the biggest things that helped me get pregnant, Bruno was like, you need protein in your diet. Because I was eating vegetarian, but I wasn't eating. I was eating a ton of carbs and not like pastas and burritos and stuff. Nothing that was really healthy. White A lot of white rice. Rice is gone. I eat a little here and there, but not a lot. And uh, so he's like, you need protein at, you know, in your afternoon. So now I have a big green salad and I put everything in it. Every vegetable you want, every vegetable, every fruit. There's like no vegetables off limits unless you're allergic to something. Um, but my salads are loaded with hearts of palm and black beans and a scoop of guacamole, like everything green. And uh, then I have some sort of protein, chicken, hard boiled eggs, It's awesome. I never thought I'd really like a salad. And I didn't realize this, but you're supposed to be cooking with avocado oil. Not, I had always been cooking with olive oil, but Bruno actually says olive oil is not good to cook with at high temperatures. You should be cooking with avocado oil. So I made the switch and I think that's helped my tummy and gut health tremendously. Uh, So now salad dressing, the salad dressing I always do now is olive oil and balsamic vinegar. That's it. I use nutritional yeast instead of salt and then pepper. And if this is sounding like a lot, again, slow integration. Pick one thing. Pick just doing, making a salad for yourself every day. Pick just adding dandelion tea. Peppermint tea, the dandelion tea is known for fertility. Look it up. Amazing. The peppermint tea is more because of my tummy and gut health. You know, I have diverticulitis. You guys, anal fissure. I've had like all kinds of, a lot of it's hereditary. So I have to be very mindful of that. Afternoon, I have peppermint tea. You can have snacks, any vegetables you want, hummus, guacamole. Uh, you can have any fruit under the sun. They don't – he says no bananas because I think it spikes your um, blood sugar. And then dinner, you have something healthy, legumes, legumes and some more protein, or um, you can, there's, there's a brand of Ezekiel bread. It's literally called that. They have tortillas. So sometimes I'll make, uh, you know, chicken burrito, sans the rice. Um, and I eat sauerkraut every night because that's also good for your gut. Now, again, a lot of this stuff is gut health. But when your body, when the inflammation is down in your body and you're feeding your body a lot of nutrients and fruits and vegetables, it can clear the way to create a healthy egg just a thought. The doctors in my life, the scientists in my life say, ah, nutrition doesn't matter. All comes down to the, at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's just your egg quality, sister. When you're over 40, you're looking for, you're looking for that damn good egg and it's a little bit harder to find. So they have a whole different thing. I've laid off a lot of the supplements. You know, I told you guys, one of the things I was so panicked about in losing this second pregnancy was I've been doing a lot of supplements. I had a doctor reach out to me and she said, look, Probably the supplements don't hurt, but I'd lay off a lot of the acupuncture things. I'd lay off, and and it was I liked Bruno because Bruno was like, I don't I don't recommend a lot of supplements. You should be getting all your nutrients from food. And I do have to say, I mean, I was on a ton of supplements, acupuncture supplements, ubiquinol, which is for egg quality. I'm, I still take two hundred milligrams of that, but I'm not doing a lot of that. We'll see if these IVF doctors say something different. Sweetheart, I was doing everything. Uh, a vitamin D. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, my God. Fish oil and this oil and that. Oh, my God. I was taking like 18 fucking pills. I'm so I just – I don't want – it's too much. It's too much. I, I Maybe next week I'll be back on them, but mm, I just – no. It wasn't for moi. I I'm I'm just – no, I'm I'm laying off all of that. Thank you. Um I have I'm, I'm experiencing insane fomo here in Los Angeles because everybody is going to Beyonce and I'm not because I spent all my money on Taylor Swift. I know. Um, yeah, none. <laughs> Uh, you know, I spent the four, I I a mortgage payment, I literally $1,500. I paid a mortgage payment to go see Taylor Swift. I was having a real moment of low. I just had my DNC and my miscarriage, and I really needed to lift myself up. And it was great. And it was great. And I'm okay. I'm okay not seeing Beyonce. But again, I feel like Beyonce and Taylor Swift, this is it. This is the, the height of their careers. And again, people are going to be like, that's not true. Madonna's getting ready to tour, and she's in her 60s, and Cher's – They all perform until – the Rolling Stones – until they're 81. I'm just saying, like, they're never as good. To me, they just have these moments where the stars are aligned, the momentum is unbelievable, and that's where Beyonce and Taylor Swift are right now. So if you went to Renaissance tour, can you tell me how it was? Was it, like, amazing? Tell me. Do I – she's only here for, like – actually, I think she's gone from L.A. So – Damn it I'd have to go somewhere else Okay probably don't tell me It's probably amazing right And I just missed it Great Alright Lots of things going down On the Sarah Fraser show This week Tomorrow is of course A review of Welcome to Platville We're back season 5 Tonight On Fabulous Deborah Silverman Who is the uh, Astrologist To the stars Darling She was on the podcast Yesterday You don't want to miss that how your astrological sign can help you find your purpose in life, love, have better relationships. I'm actually taking her level one astrology course. I'm going to tell you how it is. So all that is up on the Sarah Fraser Show. And of course, I dropped Sister Wives, a special edition Sister Wives podcast episode for you as well yesterday. Bye, everybody!